Hello everyone, welcome back to the Makeup Artist Chronicle, or welcome if you're new. My name is Julia and I am your host. It was my birthday last weekend, February 6th. Strong Aquarius energy, I'm aware. And so no new episode last week. I went out, I spent time with my loved ones, I laughed a lot, I yelled a lot, like all good things, played a lot of board games, and just lost my voice. And so I was like, okay, I didn't prepare, I didn't record, no new episode this week, sorry. But also not sorry, because it was a self-care birthday weekend, and it was delightful. But I'm happy to be back, and I'm happy to be doing this episode because, actually, I'm a little nervous because I don't know how it's going to go because I'm doing a visual element, like a little show and tell, and I feel like that's probably going to make my producer's job a little harder when it comes to editing this episode. But... I am talking about what is in my kit. So I have been working with some private clients and I just finished a private client appointment. And so I thought, why not sit down and go through what I pack in my kit in a situation like that? And I want to talk to you about the products that I love, the things that I need in my kit, no matter what job I'm going on and how different types of gigs will need different types of things. So Whether you're an artist, whether you have your own kit, whether you're just a beauty enthusiast, you want to know what a pro artist has in their kit. Everyone's looks different. Some products repeat themselves, some don't. That's one of our favorite things to do. I mean, I'll say it for myself. Like, that's one of my favorite things to do is to talk makeup, talk beauty. And people always assume they're like, oh, you do this for work. So it's probably the last thing you want to talk about. And I'm like, no, tell me about your holy grail skincare product. Tell me about your favorite lipstick, your favorite eyeshadow palette. I want to know everything. I want to know what people are using, what people are loving, what are the hidden gems. So for me, I always want to talk about it. I always want to know what people are using, what people are loving. So I can talk product and I can talk just anything beauty all the time. And my kit is something that changes frequently. It's something that I'm always, you know, once I hear about a great product, maybe I'll try it out and then maybe it'll make its way into my kit. Or I'm always kind of trading something out for something new, something better. And my kit differs If I'm going to work fashion week, I'm going to bring a suitcase. It's going to have every possible color powder, color cream, color liquid, anything that I can possibly bring with me. Because fashion week is one of those things that you're kind of just thrown to the sharks and you just have to figure it out. And oftentimes, you know, maybe if you're working with like Pat McGrath, she'll bring her products and she will, you know, the artists will get to use them after she does her demo of what everyone's doing. But oftentimes fashion week, you show up, you figure it out along the way and you hope that you have what you need. So I would always bring something huge and like every possible option. I'm an overthinker. I'm an overplanner. I have anxiety. That's what helps me be prepared and feel confident. But if I'm doing a wedding, it's going to be very different because I will have done a trial with the bride. 
a few months before the ceremony. So going into the ceremony the day of, I know the core products that I'm going to use for this bride. And then I bring some troubleshooting things with me, pimple patches, acne cream, aloe, things, because you never know. You never know. I've, I've had brides get laser hair removal on their face for the first time before their ceremony. I've had brides just have hormonal stress breakouts. Sometimes it's not in your control. And so bringing things that will help the skin through whatever the bride may be going through is really helpful. So depending on what the job is, what the brief is, what the look is, will dictate what you bring and what level of superlatives or or extra things you may bring. I didn't use that word right, but that's okay. We're going to go with it. So I want to walk you through my kit for a private client. For private clients, I have two tiers. I have an original tier, which is I will do the essential steps of a skincare routine on you to prep the skin. I will give you the look that you want. Lashes are additional. And it's very like middle of the road to drugstore products. Whereas the premium service, which is the the next level, I will do face masks. The skin prep part of the process will go longer. It'll be more involved. The products that I'm using are luxury brand products. So that's if someone has a special event, they want to pay the premium rate. Those are different kinds of products that I'm bringing. So oftentimes I know who the client is. I can kind of go through their Instagram, get a vibe of their style. We've FaceTimed or, you know, video chatted or emailed about what she may want the look to be, uh, what color palette she wants to work with. So we've kind of already debriefed. And then the day of the event, I come prepared with whatever kind of layer, whatever package there is. And oftentimes what I'll do, I learned this the hard way because I had someone who wanted the premium package and then wanted to scale it back on the day of. And I was like, oh, I only brought my kit with all of these luxury ingredients. At the end of the day, when you're a freelance artist, like every dollar sign that you put into your work, your kit, that's like very tangible money in or money out. And when you're a freelancer, like you need to be financially responsible. It's not just about the creativity piece as painful as that is. I have been learning that the hard way. That's just a whole other side side quest of don't sell yourself short. Know where money is going out and where it's coming in and make sure that you're at the very minimum breaking even. But at the very maximum, if this is your full-time gig, that you have, you know, the money that you need to survive and then some because you deserve to treat yourself. So I learned the hard way that now I have like a lock-in policy and the person needs to know if they want to, needs to let me know if they want to change their package 48 hours in advance or 24 hours in advance, you know. So oftentimes you'll know with the situation you're going into when it comes to a private client, I know the situation I'm going into. I've had to learn the hard way to kind of, you know, bring both kits, put in that 24 hour clause, like do things that at the drop of a dime, you may need to switch around. So maybe you only offer one type of service. I like to give an original, a baseline, and then an, a white glove kind of service, depending on what, what people want and what their budgets are. So this was a original package client. So this is kind of the most essential service that I offer. 
I have a suitcase type bag from Amazon. I'm gonna, if you're watching on YouTube, so I don't know if I mentioned this, but I'm doing a little show and tell where I have my kit and I have the products that I used. And if you want to see the video of it, I'm going to put it on my YouTube channel so you can kind of see what everything looks like. Uh, the Makeup Artist Chronicle on YouTube. Check it out. Subscribe while you're there, please. I have an Amazon suitcase that I'm not going to pick up, but I'm going to put a little picture somewhere with movie magic and to show you. But it is my kit. It is sitting right next to me. I cannot wait to dive in. So let's just get right into it. What is in my kit as a pro makeup artist? So again, the suitcase from Amazon, a lot of pro artists have it, use it, love it. And I'll kind of splice a picture in, but it's very durable, good fabric, has a strap, and has multiple compartments that you can kind of manipulate into whatever shape you need it to be. So I'm going to flip it open and already in it, I have a towel, which I always bring to kind of lay down on the workspace to keep a very clean and tidy workspace because I'm someone who I will start out with everything very orderly and very kind of laid out perfectly. And then as I'm working and as I'm watching the clock and as I'm trying to like really nail this look... I, my station becomes a little bit of a mess and that's okay. Oftentimes what I'll do is I'll just pack all my products in and whatever's left on the towel, be it disposables, paper towels, makeup wipes, I'll just roll it up in the towel, throw it in the suitcase and then just deal with it when I get home. So top compartment, immediately I have clips that are meant to clip the hair back while you do the makeup to keep it out of the face, but it won't crimp. It won't put any folds into the hair. So I love those. Don't go anywhere without them. Then I have my skincare in my first little compartment. So um, in addition to skincare, I have spray bottles, spray bottles that I got from just like Target. They're like empty, but I filled one with water and I filled another one with alcohol. Really important, the alcohol to a rubbing alcohol to disinfect. You don't want to take a full on jug, I would say. So put it in a spray bottle. That's what I do. And it's to disinfect, to clean your surfaces, to clean your products as you go. And then water, because you never know when you need water to add a little hydration to something. Then I have, let's see, I have hand sanitizer, of course, although I do try to wash my hands as well. Like as soon as I walk in, I'm like, is it okay if I go wash my hands? So I wash my hands and then I also have sanitizer on hand for whenever I'm like a hygiene freak when it always have been. Um, but especially since I got into makeup artistry, I'm like, oh, I'm touching people's faces. I'm in their business. Like, I got to make sure my hygiene is on point. So what else do I have in here? I have my Q-tips. I have some cotton pads. I have my disposables, mascara wands and lip gloss wands. I have nail care sticks. So these are just like wooden sticks that are slanted on one side and then like super pointy on the other. And I use these if I ever need to do detail work. So if I ever need to draw dots or add crystals or pearls or anything like that, I will bring those with me. I didn't need them for this gig, so I don't know why they're in there, but they're in there. You never know. I always have two eyelash curlers. I have one that's the more traditional curve. And then I have one that is more for those that have, 
either monolids or eyes that aren't that deep set. So always have two because different eyes need different lash curlers. That's just the way it is. And always, I always, always curl lashes. I live for a lash curler. Okay. And then I have skincare and oftentimes I'll do like an embryo lease. I love is a universal face cream. I also love the Pacifica dreamy youth day and night face cream. So these are some of my favorite face creams. I also really love Pacifica as a beauty brand because they make skincare that is clean, that is affordable, and that comes in like travel-friendly sizes. So I love that. And then I also have the Pacifica Rose Flower Hydro Mist, which is a really great face mist to prep the skin, put it on top of moisturizer for a little more suppleness, put it on after makeup to hydrate. It's going to be also really important to know whether your client has combo skin, dry skin, oily skin. And if you can't figure that out before, before meeting them or before, you know, the gig, then um, bringing something that will help all of that. So primer, focusing a primer, getting a moisturizer that is rich and a moisturizer that's like oil-free, getting a primer that's mattifying and also a primer that's hydrating. So those are kind of the steps that I really try to bring for the different skin types. Serums, not so much. Cleansers, not so much. Baby wipes, I mean, uh, makeup wipes, not so much. But the moisturizer and the primer are going to be the ultimate layers that sit on the skin and what makeup goes on top of. So if they are too rich, then makeup's going to slide right off. And if they're not rich enough, then makeup is going to maybe look patchy. It's going to look dry. It's going to look aging. It's not going to be great. I also bring a little face oil. So this is the pie rose hip oil. This is just like a little sample size. And if you have samples, throw them in your kit. It's they make for some of the best travel things. So I always bring an oil because you never know, maybe the person's skin needs a little bit of extra love, or it also makes for a really great mixing medium. So if you have creams that are a little chalky or something like that, you can always put a tiny bit of oil to bring them back to life. And then what else do I have? What else do I have? A lip balm. What is this? This is the pink champagne Bakuchiol lip balm from Whisk. But any lip balm will do. Any lip balm's great. Tarte Timeless Smoothing Primer. So this is a great universal primer. It's up there, I would say, with like a Tatcha Silk Canvas or a Elf Putty Primer. And then I have a dual sharpener because that's very important. You don't want to show up with eyeliner and lip liner and then no sharpener. And then you're like, well, this is useless. And you have to kind of pull a Hail Mary out your butt because I had to do that before. Tweezers. If I'm applying false lashes, I'll, I'll have tweezers. Also, sometimes people will be like, oh, can you, you know, take out a few straight hairs or whatever? I don't like to mess with that. I'll just hand them the tweezers, but tweezers are always good to have. All right, next we're getting into the tools, into the makeup. I I love a stainless steel palette and a stainless steel palette knife. I have a few sets, but I couldn't find any of them for some reason. And I was like panicking because I had to go out the door. So I used, I grabbed this plastic like beauty blender palette 
and it worked. It did the job, but it's not, I would say if you're using a palette to mix your colors on forever, like I don't do a back of the hand thing, maybe during fashion week I might, or like on the fly, but truly I always use a palette specifically when I work with private clients because it's just more elegant. It's a little more hygienic. So stainless steel plastic is a porous substance. So it will over time kind of harbor bacteria, which isn't great. So stainless steel is really, really great. I need to find mine and, and add them to my kit very quickly before my next gig. Um, and then I want to show you this thing. This is a, it's Re-Lavelle, I think is the brand, but it's, you can get it on Amazon. And what I'll do is on the YouTube, on the video for this episode on YouTube, I will link everything, all the products. So if you want to shop them or whatever, you can just shop them from there. But this is a pouch that is firm, has like a firm, stiff insert on the bottom half and the top half is bendy. So basically it, you, it's meant to sit. So it sits on a tabletop. I'm trying to like figure out how to explain this. It sits on a tabletop and the top half kind of folds in over itself. And what it is, is it's a very durable plastic. It's essentially a case, but it's a case that's meant to sit up like a cup and it's plastic inside and it's this durable fabric. There's a zipper. And what I do is I bring this and I leave it open. And every time I use a brush, that I take from my br my belt, my brush belt, which is here as well. I put everything in my brush belt. I put my brush belt around my waist or like across my chest, and that's where I pull from. And I don't want to put those brushes back into the brush belt because then I'm like, okay, which ones are used, which ones aren't? Has there been transfer? It's annoying. So I use this Relavelle cup case, and I just set it down on the table. And every time I use a brush, I put it down into the cup. And so at the end, when I'm done and all of my brushes are in this case, I just flip the top and I zip it. And then it closes all of those used brushes in there so that I can take it home. And then I know, okay, these are the brushes that need to be cleaned. This is the case that needs to be cleaned. And it's just a really great organizational tool. Again, I'm an overthinker. I'm an overorganizer. So it's really great, especially if you are working on a shoot and maybe you have multiple clients or multiple models in a day, you can get a few of these. They're not that expensive and you can essentially just put a label on each of them with your client name or your model name. And so you know, okay, these are the brushes I used on this person. These are the brushes I used on that person. So there's no cross-contamination. And then also you know if you need to do a touch-up, you know which pouch to pull from and you're not getting more brushes dirty. I also have brush cleaner, which I don't recommend using to clean the brushes, but if you're on set or at a gig and you need a quick clean, you can use it. I just use the e.l.f. one. They're all loaded with alcohol, which means they're not great for your brushes. So only use them sparingly, but if you, if you need a brush, you have a favorite brush that you already used on someone else and you want to use it again, you need to clean it. It's great in a pinch. Also highly recommend if you can, if you have brushes or implements, sponges, whatever it is that you keep coming back to on every client or every time you do your makeup or someone else's makeup, maybe those are the ones that you buy a few more of. So that way you're not in a pinch to always clean it 
and use it and and you're not putting it through hell, cleaning it too many times. Um, When I come home after a shoot, what I'll do is I'll take these pouches with the used brushes into my bathroom. I'll set up a lovely little experience. I'll lay a towel down. I'll get my brush cleaner. Currently, I'm loving the Beauty Blender liquid, which is great. And then I'll just wash my brushes. I'll lay them out on the towel. The towel I put over a drying, like a ironing board. That's what it is. An ironing board. And I'll just hang the brushes off the edges of it on a towel. And that way it helps the brushes dry in a way that's very gentle and will help them live longer and be useful to you longer. So now we're getting into the makeup. Let's start with the base. Okay. So I have a few things here. Oh, and I have something else here. So this is the Bea face spray. This is a face mist. It's hydrating, has no alcohol. It has a bunch of yummy ingredients. Brittany Lowe is the founder. She's been a guest on this pod before, um, but it's also a setting mist. And this is a product that I am obsessed with. It is so incredible. I use it to kind of prime the skin. I use it after I do the base and then I use it to set the whole look and it is incredible. It is beautiful. It is yummy. It is delicious. It is luxurious. This is, I would say, Hall of Fame favorite product right now, Bea Face Spray. I love it. Thanks, Britt, for sending it to me, but I I definitely need to, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I'm getting low, so I'm going to need to restock that ASAP. Okay, base, 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 base. I love a palette. I love a palette, so I love the Makeup Forever HD Concealer. It is a very, very portable palette that has a nine, nine, is it nine? Can I count? It's not nine. <laughs> it's 12. It has 12 of their HD foundations that you can kind of mix and match. They have a, a pure white in there, so you can kind of work that to lighten anything up. They have the darker shades in there, so it's a really, really great palette if you don't want to like decant into tiny bottles your liquid foundation or carry the full bottles of liquid foundation. Um, the other thing I would say, this isn't even a necessary step. This is one of my favorite palettes for someone that I know is going to walk a red carpet, I know is going to be photographed, I know is going to to need to look fresh and photo ready all night, I will do this. Otherwise, I'll just work with concealers. And so for concealers, I either have my MAC palettes, which are the uh, Studio Fix Conceal and Correct palette. It has uh, color correctors and concealers in there. Or NARS has this beautiful, beautiful weightless, creamy, concealer. I think it's literally called creamy concealer. It's like one of their most famous concealers and they make mini sizes in a lot of the colors. But what I will do is I'll just get the minis instead of the full size and all the different colors to highlight contour if I need to, and then also conceal and I can mix and match and play with them. So I really love these. If I'm looking for a more hydrating, lightweight coverage, if I'm looking for more creamy, rich coverage, I will go with the MAC palettes. And these are just really great to travel. The other thing is I have this Anastasia contour palette. It's a cream contour kit. This product is really incredible, but it's very, very rich. So this is really great if you have if you have someone that wants a full coverage or if it's a model or if it's something where 
the face is going to get washed out and it needs a lot of product, theater, something like that. This is going to be the palette for you for that full coverage. I bring it and I like to use it because it goes a little bit further than the concealers, but oftentimes it is a little bit too aggressive. I will say it can sometimes go chalky. So that's when I will drop just like a drop of face oil into the color that I want to use and I will just manipulate it that way. A lot of makeup artistry is just learning on the fly what to manipulate, whether it's changing the color, changing the texture, which there are some products here that I love that I can't live without that are just always there no matter what the look is. And I'll get into those. But to continue with base, I also have powders. So I have oftentimes I will bring my, I have my Anastasia Flawless Finish um, in the actual compact because the compact is lightweight. It's very thin and I have one in each, in each, each shade. And for my more kind of upscale clients, my premium package clients, I will say, um, that, that want the luxury products, I'll include that in there. Otherwise I have a loose powder. This is the Ilia, which is clean beauty. It's really great. I put it in this travel powder, Thing that comes with a powder puff. I talked about it on my Instagram channel. And yeah, I love this thing. It's really great. I think you can get two for under $10. So I just put my powder in there. So I don't have to carry the big bulky, like loose powder canister thing. And that's all I'll do. That's all I'll do for base. I'll make sure I have something light. I have something medium and I have something heavy and I have all the shades I need to match the skin as well as to contour or highlight if that's something that we're doing. You could also use a warmer tone cream or even powder contour to bronze, right? So if it has a warmer shade, it's it's going to a little more maybe orangey or yellowy. It's going to be a great bronzer as well. So it can double down like that. Now, when you get into the powders, I really love the Pacifica. Pacifica makes really great face powder palettes, and they usually have like two blush shades and a highlighter shade and a bronzer, a matte blush, a shimmery blush, a highlighter, and a bronzer is typically what they have. There's the Cherry Cheek Palette. There's the Radiance Palette, and they're really great. They have good pigment. They're good for anyone that wants their base powder, but they want it clean. I love it. And then the other thing is I bring, this is my Revolution Reloaded Neutrals 2 palette. And what you'll see in this palette is that there are reds, there are pinks, there are metallics. There's like a champagne metallic and a more like peachy light metallic. There's a white in there. There's some browns. This is a really, really great palette to use not only as eyeshadow, but also as powder blush to use as highlighter some of these shades. So this is a very versatile palette. I include it in my original package and I love it. I love it. So I try to blend now that I'm looking at it, I try to blend like a more traditional uh, revolution with like a Pacifica clean. That's the other thing is you need to clarify, do people want, now that clean beauty is such a big thing, a lot of people will say, especially here where I am in San Francisco, like I only want clean beauty. I only want like that kind of stuff. So having your kit, having that in your kit will 
help you a long way. And oftentimes, like I said, Pacifica is really great. They're available at Ulta. They're available at Target. There are a lot of brands that are popping up that are not only trying to do clean, but also doing it more affordably. PYT Beauty, Amy Carr, who is the co-founder was on this podcast as well. So there are brands out there that are doing it and are doing it well. So there is an accessible point to clean beauty. So be mindful of that as well. If that's the service you want to offer is like a clean beauty package, then be sure to offer that to your clients. Then I will move on to eyeshadow. So eyeshadow, I have the narcissist loaded palette. I think this is discontinued, which is very unfortunate, but ultimately a neutrals palette that has a, a black, a white, and then anything in between both matte and shimmery, warm and cool toned, that's going to be kind of the best palette. So I love this one because the there is like a very cool light brown that I could use as a brow or a dark brown that I can use as a brow. I can also use them as an eyeshadow. So there are options there. This is one of my favorite palettes of all time. And then sometimes, sometimes you'll get there and someone will have a request for color. And in that case, I like to just bring any colorful palette. Currently, I'm really loving Elf Retro Paradise. The writing has been rubbed off because I love this palette. It is just a really great, you get your neutrals, you get your shimmers, you get your blues, your reds, your oranges. And it's very important if you're going to be working with color to, you don't need all the colors, but as long as you can get your primaries, right? You can get a, a red, a blue, a yellow, mattes and metallics, then you can kind of make colors from it. You can scrape a little bit using your palette knife onto your, your palette and then mix the colors together. And it, it works. It works. You can also layer it on the face. So I like anything that I can, I can manipulate it. I can tweak it. Also, I have this, this is one of the, remember like five minutes ago where I said, I have this hero product that I love because I love to be able to manipulate texture. So it's the Cinema Secrets Eyeliner Sealer. And ultimately what this product does is you can take any powder and put a drop of this on it, scrape a little bit on your, um, on your palette, put a drop of this, mix it around, and it takes it from a powder to a liquid liner. So that's really, really great. And that's the other thing is liners. I think liners are the best thing ever. Honestly, I, I an eyeliner would be great as an eyeshadow base in addition to an eyeliner. And then obviously you have your lip liners, which I love. One of my favorite things to do is to do a lip liner on the whole lip and then a little bit of lip balm or um, really, really lip liner is going to extend the life of your lip whatever the color is. And it's also going to add definition. So if I'm going to do a red lip, I'm going to fill in the full red lip with a red lip liner. And I always have more than one shade. I have like a light, like warm red. And then I have like a very traditional kind of bluish red and I'll fill in the full lip and then I'll go in with lipstick and then I'll blot it. And then I'll go in and I'll tweak the shape and fill it in one more time on top with lip liner. And for me, that kind of just seals the deal. And then also the other thing is if you do end up wanting to mattify it even more, you can add one of the red powders. If you have a blush or an eyeshadow that has a red powder, you can add that on top as well to mattify it and set it. So yeah, I think 
Lip liners and eyeliners go a very, very long way. I always have two reds. I always have like a darker pink. I have at least, I have a lighter pink. I have at least three nudes. So I have like a brownish nude, a rosy nude, and then kind of a neutral. And then eyeshadow, I always have a black. I have a brown. I have a blue. I have a purple. And then I have some metallics. I always have a neutral as well to put in the waterline. So the one that I'm loving right now that I'm wearing is Beauty Pie Big Bright Eyes Coal Liner in the shade Bright Eyed. And it's a really, really great neutral that you can just put on the inner lash line to open up someone's eyes. So very, very great. I lean heavily on my eyeliner and my lip liners because they take up very little room and they can be manipulated on the face with the look in so many different ways. The other thing is if I want staying power, I'll bring a gel liner. So this is the Maybelline Eye Studio. MAC makes really good ones as well. And it's just like a potted gel liner. I'll do a black, I'll do a brown, and sometimes I'll do a blue and a purple. And those just will stay on a very, very long time. So if you know, you know your client has oily eyelids or oily skin and you need products that are going to last a long time, a gel eyeliner is my jam. So I lean very heavily on products that pack a punch when it comes to color, take up little room, and are flexible enough to be worked and manipulated when you add a different medium, right? So love that. And then the other thing that I really love is the NYX Jumbo Eye Pencil in Milk. It is a big white pencil. And the reason I love it is particularly because it is a really, really great mixing medium. If you need to lighten up a cream, if you need to add white anywhere, I really, really love it. It's it's a great kind of, it, it's a great catch-all. So that's amazing. I love that. And then let's see, this is my other kind of sleeper product that I bring just in case. And I bring it just in case to my private clients, but I bring it always 100% to any editorials that I'm doing because oftentimes when I'm at a photo shoot, there will be some kind of pop of inspiration and the photographer and the creative designer and all these people are like, oh man, we should do this. We should add this to the makeup. And there are so many times that I have literally had to just see what I had to work with in my kit and pull it out of my butt and like just figure it out. And this has been such a lifesaver. It is the flash palette. So it has, you know, creams in this like turquoise, dark blue, red, pink, all these like really fun colors. And it's very pigmented. It's very creamy. You can use it to manipulate so many different things. And it, it's been a lifesaver in so many creative situations, I will say. So I love that palette. That's one of my kind of secret weapon products. It's my superpower. My superpower is just the Makeup Forever Flash Palette. Oh, I almost forgot about brows, except I didn't because the products are right here. I love powder, powder brows. I Another thought just crossed my mind, hence the pause. And the other, other thought was I never ever use eyeliner that is like liquid liner. I never, nothing with a felt tip, nothing... I would rather use a gel liner with a very, very thin arts brush, um, which, oh man, I don't know if I have it on me right now, but Remington, I think is the brand of paintbrush and they make this very, very skinny, thin paintbrush that is perfect for applying gel eyeliner. So uh, yeah, I never work with anything that 
I can't then clean or anything that I would have to continuously reuse. Like the fact that the liquid comes out and it goes into the felt, it, it just feels a little bit contamination-y for me. So no liquid liners, no like felt tip liners. I only use gel or pencil or powder. Eyeshadow as eyeliner. But brows, I love powder. I have two powder palettes. One has been kicked around so much. It's it's seen better days, but that is my billion dollar brows palette. I think I want to say they don't even make this palette anymore. They only sell it individual pots. And then the brow gal, which is just another eyeshadow palette, but gives me a few more tones in there and a few more undertones. Cause that's the thing about brows, right? Like not every brown is made equally and not every taupe is made equally and not every whatever is made equally. So anytime that I can, and oftentimes with brows, I feel like you need no person's brows are just straight up black or straight up brown or straight up blonde. There's always like a little bit of warmth here and a little bit of darkness here and a little bit of shadow. And so with eyeshadows, I really love it because I can use a dry. I won't block out the brow, but I'll go in and I'll just work with the color. I can add shadow. I can basically contour the brow if I need to. And I can also put a little bit of liquid, whether it's water, whether it's the the sealer from Cinema Secrets on a bit of the powder you know, use my palette knife, scrape it onto the, the palette and then put water or a drop of the cinema secrets. And then I can use a brush to like draw individual hairs on if I have to. And then I also really love brow gels. These are my favorite and these are from Pacifica. And I only have three. I only have the clear, the medium and the blonde. Is that so? Yeah. Light. So I have light, medium, and clear. And oftentimes that's all I need uh, because I will have already gone in with the powder or I will be going in with more powder. And so oftentimes if someone has darker brows, I'll use the medium. If someone has lighter brows, I'll use the light. And if someone has really, really incredible brows where they don't really need more pigment, I'll use the clear. So these are my top three. I love them. They have amazing hold. Again, Pacifica, crushing it, clean beauty, accessible, love it eyes. We talked about eyeshadow and eyeliner, but mascara and mascara is my obsession. I love mascara. I think lashes really help to kind of frame the eyes. If the eyes are the windows to the soul, then the lashes are just glorious, glorious drapes. And regardless of where your lashes are at, whether you think my lashes aren't long enough or I don't, you know, there isn't enough volume or they can't hold a curl or whatever the case is, I guarantee you, you that your lashes are beautiful. They're incredible. And whatever you want to see more of can be done with the mascara. So don't fret. Don't worry. I have the current mascaras that I'm loving is Rare Beauty crushing it on the mascara front. Absolutely destroying it. And this is their, it's the black. It's literally just like a volumizing mascara in black. I love it. And then the Lash Idol from Lancome, which Lancome always, I feel like nails their mascaras. They just, 
They just know what to do. And this new one is no joke, no different. I love it. Um, and then what I'll also do, so those are both in black. What I'll also do is I will bring a waterproof, the Sky High from Maybelline. I love it. It's really, really great. So I'll use waterproof if the person's like, I need waterproof. I love waterproof. My makeup runs. If makeup running is an issue or lashes holding a curl is an issue. I will, but the person is like, Oh, I, I hate waterproof. I hate waterproof. I will oftentimes do a regular mascara on the bottom. So like as the first layer, and then I'll do a waterproof as the second layer on top, because that'll help it from, it'll essentially help it from the curl dropping or it's smudging or running, but it's going to be easier to take off than if I hadn't put that like layer, that primer layer of regular mascara. Then I also have Maybelline Snap Mascara, which is a really great tubing mascara. So if you don't want to go waterproof, you don't want to go, you know, non-waterproof, but you still struggle with smudging, you know what I mean? So like you don't want to do waterproof, but you don't want to look like a raccoon. Uh, Snap Mascara is a really great, great tubing mascara. I always have uh, brown. So I always pack like a, a medium volume, a maximum volume black, uh, waterproof black, and then a brown. And then I always throw in a curveball. I always throw in like my cobalt. This is L'Oreal Voluminous Original in cobalt blue and then also burgundy. And I always bring this because you never know. People will see it and they'll be like, oh, this is amazing. Or, oh, I wish I could just have like a fun pop of color. And like just zhuzh the look. And oftentimes these will be helpful. So this has been very hard, like recording it and trying to sound like I'm here and I'm talking to you because I am here and I am talking to you, but I'm also trying to do show and tell as well. And I'm trying to get it to like focus in the camera, which if you're watching YouTube, I'm sorry, it's probably some of these products are not going to be focused. Listen, I'm not a wizard. Okay. I'm just a podcaster and I'm just trying to figure this out. So those are my mascaras. <laughs> That's what I'll usually do for mascaras. And um, I found under my mascaras hidden lip glosses. I will bring a clear lip gloss and I will bring a like a nude lip gloss or a pink lip gloss. I love to layer it over color. I love lip glosses and like a hydrated look is coming back right now in terms of beauty trends, but I feel like it never should have gone away because a hydrated lip is just gorgeous and plump and delicious. So these are both from Floss. I'm loving their lip gloss right now. The clear is called Yule and the like nude is called LAX or Lax. I'm not entirely sure if it's like phonetic, phonics, hooked on phonics. Anyway, Floss Beauty lip glosses. Love it. That's in addition to a lip balm. Now, I think we've gotten to the end. So the end here is, oh, I have a few things. Okay, hold on. Here's my lip palette. Now this is, I, I, I try to depot or de whatever powders and it's just, it's too stressful for me. It's too, like my personality is not someone that's made to be able to do that and like not have a nervous breakdown. So, um, yeah, the only thing I really depot is lipsticks because I love them and they're amazing. And again, they're just extra pigment. So I have this like depotted. It's a Vizart palette with all of my favorite lipsticks. There are reds, there are pinks, there are nudes, there are so many different shades. And what I love about this is none of them are too crazy and all of them can 
be used on anywhere in the face because it's just a pigment. So I can do a cream blush with these. I can do a lipstick with these. I can, in some cases, do a bronze or a contour with these. So I love this. I don't, I believe that lipstick are just amazing pigments that can be used. And oftentimes they have hydrating ingredients if they're more of like a satin or a glossy finish. And those are going to be really great for the skin. And if they're matte, then you can use them as matte products. But this is one of my favorite, favorite palettes. So if I, this is something that makes it into my kit, wherever I am, wherever I go, and I'm trying to get it to focus and it's not really focusing, but you know, go on YouTube, you'll see the shades. I got it to focus for like two seconds. Oh, there it goes. Okay. So yeah, go check it out on YouTube. And then I will, I, I wonder if I can post like a picture or something of what all the shades are. Um, I'm going to figure out how to do that because again, I'm, I'm just a podcaster and I have people that just help me figure out my life because otherwise I would be here. I wouldn't know if my mic is turned on. I actually almost didn't use my mic. I almost used my speaker or whatever this laptop microphone is. And that would have been, my producer would have called me and she would have been like, listen, you got to get it together. Okay. You got to figure it out. Anyway, home stretch y'all. Lashes. Lashes are something that I add on as a bonus to a package. Oftentimes I'll include it in the premium package, but I'll also include a, like a a bonus tier. Like you can add more lashes or you can go more dramatic lashes. So I, I, this person wanted to pay the extra and get the lashes on there. So I bring a few strips with me. So I have my Ardell Wispies, which is one of my favorite strips. I also bring individuals, short, medium, and long. And I bring like the three, my favorite of the three, because they're, they, you can manipulate them more so than a full-on lash, but they're less time-consuming than individual lashes. So I love those. I used all of them, so I don't have it to show you for those watching, but I'll put like a little, ooh, I'll, I'll, I'll put like an image. I'll splice an image. I'll figure it out. And then this, these are the more dramatic ones. We obviously didn't end up using these. Ilore, London, beautiful, beautiful. And then I have these guys, which are like, these are the ones that are like premium package had to get it open. I have my own little case for them. One pair just fell out. But um, these are the lashes that I will offer as an add-on for like a decent amount of money and an add-on for my premium customers. And that's the Saucy Mommy lashes. So again, Saucy Mommy founder Marissa Manzaris was on, I think she was our first guest. I want to say she was our first podcast guest and she has this amazing, amazing beauty line, gorgeous lashes. And the lashes are so well-made and they're meant to be worn over and over and over and over. So if I'm going to essentially gift these to a client, um, they're going to, they're going to have to pay extra for them, but they're gorgeous. And yeah, I bring them with me in this case, which is so like boo-boo. Um, I, I don't know why these were in there. I like to just like it's like a, I don't know if it's like a car salesman thing or whatever, trying to get you to upgrade a package. But I basically just like, like, it's like a flip book. And I'm like, would you like these? Would you like these? And so then I, I offer if they want to like pay extra in the moment to upgrade to the lashes now that they see them and they know they're going to get to keep them. And then lash glue, obviously. So that's it. That's, that's what was in my kit for this 
gig. Again, if I was going to like fashion week, it would be different. If I was working on a photo shoot, it would be different because the brief would tell me what I needed to bring or what the look needed to be. So that being said, if you're an artist and you're like, oh, I need to figure out how to pack up my kit or whatever, always bring those like really great products that are like your super weapons, your super secret weapons, like the eyeliner sealer or the flash palette from uh, Makeup Forever. Basically things that will allow you to manipulate textures and manipulate colors because you never know when you're going to have to pull a Hail Mary out of your butt. And I've said that so many times this episode that may just, no, that shouldn't be the title for the episode. But yeah, if you are, whether you're an artist who has questions about their kit, feel free to reach out to me and ask me your specific questions. Again, like I said, I can talk beauty and beauty products forever and ever and ever and ever. I can just like ad nauseum, like you will be, be sick of me. Like even you will be like, oh, okay, I've gotten into too deep. Like this is, I didn't realize she was this obsessed. So if you have product questions, kit questions, hacks that you either want to learn or share, I try to kind of leave it all out there for you today. But yeah, this is my kit when I work with a private client on my original package. And let me know what you think. If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you. I'm sorry I couldn't get some of the things to focus, but I'll list them all below so you can kind of click the link and then go shop the thing or just see what it looks like in a, in a non-blurry photo. But that's it for me this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, please DM me at MUA Chronicle, M-U-A-C-H-R-O-N-I-C-L-E. So thank you everyone for watching. Please DM me, reach out with your hacks, your questions, your thoughts, your favorite beauty products. Let's talk, let's connect. I am becoming so much of a better artist just through getting to know you all and, and having you share your amazing, juicy knowledge with me. And I hope that I can put it forth and share it with everyone else. So I love y'all. I will talk to you next week. Hit me up in the DMs, MUA Chronicle, M-U-A-C-H-R-O-N-I-C-L-E on Instagram, on all the socials, the Makeup Artist Chronicle on YouTube. Check out this episode there. Subscribe, please, while you're there. And if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, um, I know they offer you an opportunity to leave a review or rate this show or these episodes. So if you wouldn't mind, please, if you love the show, give me a rating, give me a review. The more of you that rate and review, the more our community can grow. And then the more hacks and beauty product, holy grails, we can share with one another. Ha <laughs> ha. That was my evil genius voice. And I think that's, you know, time to wrap it up. So I love y'all. I will talk to you next week. Until then, have the most amazing, juicy, sexy, delightful, colorful, beautiful, sunshine-filled weekend week. And I will talk to you next time. Okay, bye. Give me that microphone.